This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Welcome to Season 6, Episode 145 of the North American Outdoors Podcast. My name is Heidi Rayo, and I'm coming to you from the great state of Texas. So what does it mean to be a courteous and an ethical firearm owner? Most of us were raised to follow the golden rule, which is do unto others as you would have them do unto you. This same rule applies to all of those who own firearms. It is our duty to maintain a high level of responsibility and respect Anytime we are around firearms or are handling them, we have a responsibility not only to ourselves, but to all of those who are around us. What is an ethic? An ethic is an unwritten rule for the way that we behave and act even when no one else is watching. It is the personal standards we were raised with and the code by which we live each and every day. Everyone has their own unique set of ethics and morals. There is no right or wrong ethic, just the boundaries that you set for yourself for how you believe you should be acting. A good way to check your ethics is to ask yourself, looking up to your favorite person in your life, what would my favorite person think if I say or if they saw me right now? This could be your mom, dad, grandmother, or grandfather, or someone else. What would they do or think or say if they saw you behaving with whatever choice you just made right now? If that person that you most respect would not approve of your actions, it is a time to reflect on the ethics of those actions. If you surround yourself with people who make good choices and good decisions, you are more likely going to model that behavior of good choices and decisions. Likewise, if you have a high set of standards, good decision-making skills, and positive ethics, 
those around you will also reflect your behaviors. Ethics can also differ from north to south, west to east, and vary depending on your cultural upbringing. Even though something may be completely legal, your ethics may drive you not to do it because you do not feel it is right. For example, although perfectly legal to shoot a dove during hunting season sitting on a tree branch, the question of ethics comes into play if you are going to take this shot and if that shot falls within your ethical parameters. For a first-time hunter, especially a young person, taking this shot might be perfectly acceptable. The young person will build confidence and develop skills with a close-range shot. By successfully adding to his or her bag limit, the desire to continue hunting for more doves will continue to grow. If you've been hunting all day and it was very hot and not so perfect conditions for a new person, they may be frustrated, they may be tired, and by the time you get back to your vehicle, they may be done. But allowing them to take that shot is going to build their confidence and get them excited to come back again for another hunt. For an older, more experienced wing shooter, this shot, a dove on a tree branch, may not be ethically acceptable to him or her. Although perfectly legal, a more proficient hunter may pass this shot because it was not ethical to him or her and perhaps allowing the dove to fly for a more challenging shot. As one grows in their shooting skills, their level of ethics also grows. Ethics can grow and mature just as the hunter and shooter grows and matures into their sport. Like the 10 rules of firearm safety, there are also 10 rules to follow for good ethical behavior and good ethical hunting. The first rule is to always obey all federal, state, and local laws while hunting or target shooting. It is your obligation as a hunter to ensure you have the proper hunting license and tags for whichever species you plan to hunt. Each state, province, and country have different rules different means and methods for the different animals. Make sure you know exactly where the property lines are drawn. Ignorance is no excuse to the law, so make sure you begin your research in plenty of time prior to your trip. Just because something may be legal and okay to do where you live may not necessarily be the case if you're traveling across your state into another county or another jurisdiction, and especially if you're traveling to another area within another state, you need to make absolute sure that you know what the rules are to carrying and transporting your firearm, ammunition, and how that needs to be when you cross out of your state and into another. Every state has their own specific laws, and sometimes even the counties or the parishes or the different jurisdictions have even tighter rules and regulations. So it is your job, it's your responsibility to do that research well in advance of your trip and make sure you're following the letter of the law, not only with your firearm transportation, but also making sure you have the proper licensing and tags for whichever species that you plan to hunt. The second rule is to always take time to practice shooting throughout the year 
to improve your shot placement and avoid wounding game. You owe it to the game you are hunting for a quick and clean kill. Many deer hunters do not think about sighting in their deer rifles and practicing at the gun range until the fall temperatures start to arrive. This is generally when deer season opens. Sadly, too many hunters go to the range just prior to their weekend hunting trip, and that is certainly not enough time to practice before the season opens. The same can be said for wing shooters. A lot of hunters do not take the time to practice shotgun games like trap, skeet, or sporting clays to improve their shotgun shooting skills prior to waterfowl season or upland game season. The only way to improve your skills and techniques is to continue practicing throughout the entire year at a range. This not only increases your confidence in your shooting skills, but also significantly reduces wounding to the game you are hunting because you are becoming a more proficient shot in consistent practice. Not only that, but practicing year-round allows you to practice in different kinds of temperatures and different types of weather. Go practice on a rainy day. Go practice when it's hot and humid or cold and windy. Of course, we can't predict what the weather's going to be like on the weekend of our hunt, but at least we can be practiced and conditioned into shooting in those different temperature and climate conditions so we are a little bit better prepared when in the field. Similar to shooting on the range and trying to sight in your deer rifle. If you are shooting when it's 100 degrees out and warm and muggy and humid, those probably aren't going to be the similar conditions in the wintertime when deer season comes around. You want to make sure that your gun performs in the same way in the field as you had practiced on the range. Go practice when the weather changes and it's cold. Sight in your rifle at that time because oftentimes if it's sighted in in certain weather conditions, it may not perform the same when the weather changes and temperatures drop. Also, you want to practice wearing different layers of clothing. When we go to the range in the summertime, chances are we're wearing lighter weight clothing. When it's time for that hunt and we're going into some cold and frigid temperatures, we're going to be wearing a lot more layers. So have you practiced what it feels like with the gun on your shoulder when you're shooting wearing jackets and layers of clothing versus shooting in the summertime with lighter weight clothing? Also consider if you're going to be wearing gloves in the conditions that you're going to be hunting. Year-round practice on the ranges is only going to lead to better shooting, better proficiency, and a reduction in wounding loss. Always maintain your equipment and clean your firearm for safety so it functions properly. Every single time you shoot your firearm, carbon, lead, copper, and plastic, if you're shooting a shotgun, those residues are left in the barrel chamber in action. Each time you shoot, more of this residue builds up. Additionally, moisture due to weather conditions or sweat can cause corrosive rust to damage your gun's metal parts. This, built up over time, can impact a gun's reliability. A dirty gun causes many malfunctions. Learn the proper way to load, unload, and clean your firearm. 
Regularly maintain your firearm so it remains in good working condition and is safe to operate. A properly operating firearm can significantly reduce wounding game by increasing the accuracy of bullet placement. Every single time you shoot your gun, you should clean your gun. It always amazes me when I talk to different people who are shooting at the range to say they either have A, never clean their guns, or B, only clean them after a thousand shots, or C, will actually go and drop off their gun with maybe a two to four week waiting period and pay somebody to clean their gun. A responsible firearm owner, an ethical hunter, maintains their equipment and you need to read your owner's manual and learn how to do it safely and properly. You always wanna make sure that when you need the shot to count, your gun does not malfunction. Next is to always respect the rights and property of landowners. Sportsmen represent both liability and benefits to the landowner. Gates should be left the way they were found, livestock accidentally injured or killed, damage to fences, damage to property and roads are just a few of the examples of landowner concerns. With a little effort and some ethical behavior, sportsmen can tip this balance in their favor and present more rewards than risks to the landowner. Always communicate with the landowner before, during, and after a visit to the property or your hunting trip. Respect the rules set forth by the landowner. Pay attention while driving on property as to not disturb any plantings or agriculture the landowner may be growing and stay on ranch roads or pavement unless given permission to do otherwise. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time, the Roast of Tom Brady, a Netflix live event happening May 5th Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yeah. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Always keep a watchful eye while on property for anything that needs repair, such as a broken fence, a cracked guest house door, a busted water line, or any loose livestock. Report any issues to the landowner immediately. It always helps to offer your assistance to help with any property chores. It is always a good gesture to connect with your landowner throughout the year, and if you harvested any game, offer to share some of the meat with your landowner. Always clean up after yourself, including spent shells and cartridges. We cannot control what everyone else is or is not doing, but we can sure make a difference with our own personal actions. 
leaving any area better than we found it is a golden rule that outdoor enthusiasts should follow. This applies to a day at camp, a day at the shooting range, or out hunting. Carry out everything you carry in, plus more. Always pack trash bags in your backpack or range bag to collect all trash, even if it's not yours. This not only benefits the land and property, but also the landowner. Whether that landowner is an individual or whether you are on someone's property, such as a shooting range, you always want to make sure to do the right thing, leaving areas nice and clean for the next person coming in behind you. As hunters and shooters, our reputation is always at stake. We always want to make sure that we are showing ourselves in the best light possible and always taking that extra step to clean up after ourselves and unfortunately, sometimes cleaning up after other people. Always wait for a good, clean, safe shot at all game intended for harvest. Every hunter wants to bring home the game they are pursuing. A true sportsman makes every effort to cause the least amount of suffering with a quick and clean kill. To achieve this, the hunter must study and understand the anatomy of the animal they are hunting and learn where the best shot placement is. The most lethal shot is to the animal's vital organs, the heart and lungs. In most game animals, these vital organs are in the chest cavity just behind the front shoulder. If you do not have a clear shot to the vital organs, wait until the animal moves and presents a better shot. Be patient to ensure you take a clean shot and minimize any suffering or wounding to the animal. When a game animal presents itself sideways or broadside, this allows for the largest presentation of the vital organs, the heart and lungs. Sometimes when an animal turns and is quartering towards you or away from you, or if they're looking at you straight on, remember this also changes the angle of those vital organs. The best shot to take is when an animal is standing broadside and not moving. This allows the largest presentation of those vital organs for a quick, clean, and ethical shot. Think about a white-tailed deer. For a good visual reference, think about the size of a regular football or a 12-inch diameter paper plate. This would represent the approximate size of the vital organs of the heart and lungs. Compare that to the size of a baseball, which would represent a headshot, or the diameter of a pencil, which would be the vital area of a neck shot. As you can see, between a pencil, a baseball, and a football, the best chance for a quick, clean, and ethical shot would be the largest target of those vital organs, which would be the football. Know your anatomy, know your proper shot placement, and take practice at the range throughout the year. Always take a shot only at game that is clear of other animals. Never shoot into herds, flocks, or groups of animals. You always want to make sure that you have a clear shot with no other animals standing behind your intended target or the risk of walking in front of your target. A bullet does not always stop at your target and can easily pass through and hit an unintended object or even another animal. 
Pay attention to what lies beyond your target and there is a safe area for that bullet to travel. Always identify a single duck, goose, or dove in a flock. If you shoot into the flock of birds, chances are pretty high there will be several wounded. Focus only on one target and wait until you have a clean and clear shot to hit only that one target. Always make every effort to retrieve all harvested game and all wounded animals. It is the hunter's responsibility to make a quick and clean shot. If you are hunting with a bow and arrow, it is best to wait at least one hour after your shot to give the animal time to eventually stop and lay in one spot. If you are hunting with a rifle, shotgun, or pistol, it is best to wait at least 30 minutes after you take your shot. If you take your shot and immediately begin tracking your animal, chances are pretty high that you can continue to push that animal further and further away from you. A wounded animal can travel a long distance. It is best to be patient, reflect upon your shot, and sit and wait those 30 minutes up to an hour or even longer, depending on where you placed your shot. Your chances of successfully tracking your animal are going to be a lot higher if you wait the amount of time needed for that animal to go and lie down. It is your responsibility, and in many states, the law, to make every effort to retrieve a downed animal. Always respect the general public non-hunters, and even anti-hunters. You have a responsibility to uphold your image as a hunter. Not everyone that you encounter during your hunting trip supports hunting. Respect their opinion. Show respect to others when stopping for fuel or sitting down for lunch. Be mindful of those around you, especially if you are talking with another person in your group and telling stories about a hunt. Be mindful of the different words that you're using. You don't want to be too graphic in describing your hunt because you never know who is going to be sitting next to you or behind you and listening to your story. Words like weapon, slaughter, blood and guts can turn a non-hunter into an anti-hunter rather quickly. Same goes for the things that you are wearing. If you are just coming out of the field from field dressing your deer or from wiping your bloody hand on your pants, you might want to consider having a change of clothes before you go into the local diner for lunch. Even if the community that you're hunting in is very welcoming to hunters and there may be other people in the diner that look like you just coming out of the field, you still want to do your part and clean yourself up before going into a public place because we want to give other hunters a good name by being clean. We do not want to turn anyone away from our sport because of the way we're dressed or the words that we say. By respecting those who surround you as well as the animals you hunt and respecting yourself, you are doing your part to ensure the future of hunting continues. Just because something is legal does not mean it is always ethical. Always leave the area better than you found it. If you notice any litter or trash on the ground, pick it up, even if it's not yours. 
Carry those extra bags in your backpack so you always have a way to dispose of trash while along the trail or in the field. Always leave gates the way you found them and ask the landowner what his or her property rules are. By taking care of the land where you hunt, those you interact with, and the animals you are hunting, you are setting high ethical standards for all who know you as a hunter. Born in 1887 and raised in Burlington, Iowa, Aldo Leopold is known as the father of wildlife management. Among his best-known ideas is the land ethic. This calls for an ethical and caring relationship between people and nature. The way that Aldo Leopold defines ethics, ethical behavior is doing the right thing when no one else is watching, even when doing the wrong thing is legal. Use that as your ethical, moral compass when out in the field and relying upon your ethics to make that decision whether to shoot or don't shoot. There is no better classroom than the outdoors, roaming the woods and waters and making memories that will last a lifetime. This is Heidi Rayo, and you have heard another North American Outdoors podcast. For more information, visit NorthAmericanOutdoors.org and follow me on Instagram at North American Outdoors. Have a great day. Don't miss Thursdays with Saltwater Experience, brought to you by Golden Boat Lifts, every Thursday night from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment.